This episode is brought to you by uh, disinfecting wipes. Disinfecting wipes have suddenly become a thing that every motherfucker needs to have on them. And if they don't have them on them, then it's, then, you know, then don't really care if you're fucking, don't really care if you're alive. Um, if you don't have any of these, you know, there's multiple brands. There's Sono, there's Purell, there's fucking uh, that one like orange bottle. There's Lysol wipes, Clorox wipes. Keep a keep a fucking tub of these on you at all times. Next to your bed, in your kitchen, when someone comes over, you gotta wipe them down. Um, this is what we're this is what the fucking world's starting to look like, you guys. It's really unfortunate actually because even though I'm a I'm a germaphobe, now here okay germaphobe starts from worry. Okay, that's how germaphobe begins. And it and it, it people are gonna tell you like no, it's because I'm really clean, or you know I just don't fucking I just don't want to be sneezed on. That's fine, but it's because you worry. You know you don't want to be sneezed on. Why? Because you worry that you're gonna get sick, or you worry that it, it, it all stems from being a little fucking bitch that worries about dumb shit. So before the coronavirus was a thing, uh, being a germaphobe just kind of looked like normal. Uh, you know, I don't, I didn't necessarily carry wipes around with me. Like I wasn't that crazy about it, but I was clean enough to the point where I don't want people sneezing by me. I don't want to share drinks with a stranger. I don't want to fucking lick a guy's fucking, you know, arm for fun. Like that's not fun to me. Um, and I don't do like goofy shit where like your friends are like, yo, eat that off the floor, five bucks. No, I don't play around. We just, germaphobes don't really play around. Is basically what it is. So um, what I what changed with me now is that because the coronavirus is a lot more serious than I thought it was last fucking week on my episode of the podcast. Um, now I realized, okay, now I have to carry a tub of fucking a tub of disinfecting wipes with me everywhere I go, and I don't really go anywhere anymore. But that thing is always by me. So if you don't have your disinfecting wipes, go fucking get them. And if you don't have them, honestly, it's fine. Just wash your hands. But, okay, I need to go back on some things that I said last week. Last week, okay, it was fucking different. I know you guys are looking at me now. Like, look at this fucking idiot. He only thought that there was going to be 680 deaths, and we're already at, like, fucking 150. So, yeah, you know, hey, I didn't fucking get it. I didn't think that this was going to be a big thing. I tried to give last episode, okay, if you don't know what I'm talking about, last episode that was titled Coronavirus and Women, I kind of did this math in my head that, hey, if it's only been two weeks of the coronavirus and we've only had 19 deaths, then in X amount of months, we're going to have X amount of deaths. The months looked like, it was like, I think I said like within 10 years, we're going to have 680 deaths at this rate. And I wasn't saying it like firm because obviously I'm a fucking moron. Like, you know, I'm not the smartest guy. I host a podcast and I sell shoes. So what did you fucking expect? But I kind of thought that, hey, this is pretty realistic. But no, turns out we're fucked. So what really is going to happen here is... Okay, as you can see, here's here's the other thing, is that last week I was confident, didn't worry about it, didn't give a fuck. This week, scared as fuck, don't want to leave my room. Uh, and that's partially because I read into a lot of this stuff, and I'm not just like, 
I'm not just listening to online like th- articles that are saying fucking like there's a lot of articles online that's saying like this could possibly mean 10 million people will die or this could mean that it's the end of the fucking world or all that. There's a lot of clickbaity titles that don't have any merit to them and they don't even fucking make sense. They're just meant to scare people kind of. Um, or like it's meant to be such a big deal that they clickbait the titles in order to like get people's attention. And then in the article, they explain like, okay, it's not really that here's what it is, which is like not okay to do. But anyways, I, I looked into it and I found a video that I think explains what's going on a lot better than I fucking did, um, last episode. So I want to play this quick video before we get in. I'm going to talk about, um, a little bit more about what my plan is within the next fucking like two months. And, uh, you know, things are fucking something just happened in Chicago, like 45 minutes ago. That was a big announcement. So I'm going to talk about that. Uh, I brought this chart that I have with me and then I'm going to talk a little bit about the conspiracy theories and what I think of them before I, before I do that to educate people that don't know. And rather than me doing it, I'm letting a fucking, this guy's his, his job title is called, oh, what the fuck is it called? It's called like a epidemiologist. I think that's what it's called. Epid, I don't know. It's like an epi, he studies fucking, he studies, um, what's it called? I don't know. Let him explain. I'm not going to fucking do it. Okay, here it is. Try and understand where they come from so we can make sure they don't happen in the first place. But most of all, trying to respond to situations just like this. Just like this. And, um... Just off the bat, how serious is this? Is this something that we need to be terrified of, or is this overblown, or how, how do you stand on this? Well, first of all, you have to understand the timing of it in the sense that it's just beginning. And so in terms of what hurt, pain, suffering, death has happened so far is really just beginning. Um, this is going to unfold for months to come yet, and that's, I think, what people don't quite yet understand. Um, what we saw in China, uh, I'm convinced, as are many of my colleagues, as soon as they release all of these uh, social distances, these mandated stay-in-homes, haven't left their home in weeks and weeks kind of thing, when they go back to work, they're on planes, trains, subways, buses, crowded spaces, manufacturing plants, even China is going to come back again. And so this really is acting like an influenza virus, something that transmits very, very easily through the air. We now have data to show that you're infectious before you even get sick. And in some cases, quite highly infectious, just breathing is all that you need to do. So from this perspective, I can understand why people would say, well, wait a minute, flu kills a lot more itself every year than this does. And I remind people this just was beginning. Probably the best guesstimate we have right now on what limited data we have is say, this is going to be at least 10 to 15 times worse than the worst seasonal flu year we see. 10 to 15 times worse in terms of fatalities? Yeah, or- yeah. And, and just illness. In fact, I just I brought some numbers. We... Uh, Okay, he now he doesn't say where he got these numbers from, but his numbers are a lot fucking bigger than mine. So scared me a little bit. But here's his numbers. This is just his prediction. Okay. Now, the other thing is Michael Osterholm, the fucking epidemiologist might not even know shit either. Like, yes, he's got he's got books that he's written. He seems to be a very credible guy. But at the end of the day, we don't really know because it's a virus and it's going to fuck us all and like, or it's not going to fuck us all. Might go away faster, might not go away, might get a vaccine tomorrow, might not get one for a fucking year. Like you really don't know. But 
what this guy's numbers are. Um, that this could in, uh, require 48 million hospitalizations, 96 million uh, cases actually occurring, over 480,000 deaths that can occur over the next three to seven months with this situation. So this is not one that... So this guy's big line, he has a big line that he loves to say. I've watched a few of his videos. He was on the news as well. Um, and he says, like, people think... And this I hate this line because he probably thinks that he's so fucking smart that he came up with this shit. But he says, people think this is going to be... Oh, what the fuck is it? Oh, people are acting like this is going to be a... Um, an infected way of, I don't know what the fuck he says, man. Hold on. <laughs> I need to make sure I get it right so I don't sound like a dumbass. He says people think that this is going to be a coronavirus fucking blizzard, but what it's really going to be is a coronavirus winter. That's what it is. That's a saying, okay? Now, what's kind of a good saying? Kind of a not good saying. What it what it means is though that he's calling this shit like a six month deal, and all these stores are closing down for only two weeks. Urban Outfitters closing down for f like two weeks, two and a half weeks, which I'm actually thankful for being a an employee there. But everybody's only acting like it's a two week thing, and the more and more I personally read about it and listening to this motherfucker included. Uh, it sounds like it's going to be a lot more than two weeks. So you kind of have to start planning for like, what the fuck am I going to do for six months in my bedroom? You know, um, another thing that was just announced by JD, JB Pritzker is that he ordered all Illinois restaurants and bars to be closed for dine-in service. So, which I don't really understand how one person just fucking orders that to happen but that's over my head. Um, so that means like you can't just go to a restaurant and eat because you don't have food at your house. So now this literally like today, March 15th at 3 p.m., this was announced, okay? So there's still delivery and there's still like Uber Eats. But if Uber Eats comes out and says, we're not fucking doing this, and if a lot of the delivery drivers say, hey, fuck this, I don't want to drive shit to random people's houses, that's putting my life at risk, uh then basically there's no fucking food for anybody unless you go and grocery shop. So my guess is that right now, right because it's only 4 o'clock p.m. right now, I'm recording this podcast a little later than normal, and good thing I did because I got a little bit more information, but right after Pritzker announced this whole closing of restaurants in Illinois for the rest of March, I'm guessing people are fucking running and driving to, uh, you know, Mariano's, Jewel, all the grocery stores and wiping it out more than it was even wiped out. Because when it was wiped out like a week ago, uh, well, it, it didn't even start to wipe out a week ago. Uh, Tuesday, like fucking five days ago, restaurants started like wiping out. No bread, no orange juice, no eggs, no fucking toilet paper was kind of the first thing to go, which became a big meme, right? And everybody was making fun of it. But... That was because like, okay, I need toilet paper to wipe. My, I don't I don't get the toilet paper thing. You need to wipe your ass for years and that's the priority in your fucking mind. People are dying. What are we going to do? How are we going to wipe our ass, man? I don't fucking know. Well, well we're going to die then. You, like that's what you're worried about? But whatever, that was first to go. Second thing to go was bread. Bread's kind of wiped out. Muffins, because like, 
I guess you could make sandwiches easily. It's like they last kind of like a while, even though not really. It only lasts like a week. Um, what else was gone? Fucking orange juice. People think that because orange juice has vitamin C that it has a defensive fucking barrier against coronavirus. Not how it works. Um, I'm going to give some of my tips as well on what to, how to really stay clean. All right. I'm no fucking Dr. Oz, but I'm an obsessive compulsive germy motherfucking not germaphobe. Oh, no, wait. I don't even know what I just said. What I'm saying is I'm an OCD germaphobe, okay? And I have ways that I get home and I do certain things. So, uh, yeah, what I do, well, I guess that's that's over. You know, we get it. J.D. Pritzker, fucking, his name's J.B. I call him J.D. Uh, he shut down all the restaurants and all the bars. There's also this kid that I'm going to talk about. But first, okay, listen. When we were young kids, you know, they told you, like, stop, drop, and roll if there was a fire um, I took stop, drop, and roll, and I kind of mixed it for for the for today's coronavirus. Okay, now this is what I mean. When I get home, this is the part that pisses me off: is that people want to use wipes, people want to use fucking hand sanitizer, but what they don't realize is they're going to the mall or they're going out to eat, which they won't be anymore. But still, like you're going places, right? And then you come home and you lay in bed or you come home and you lay on the couch. And then let's say, let's say I'm wearing a t-shirt and jeans and I go to the fucking mall. I sit down, I eat, I walk around, I shake hands with my friend, blah, blah, blah. But then I use hand sanitizer because I think that I'm doing a really good job. Then I get home and I sit on the couch. Then I go from the couch to my fucking room at nighttime. I put some pajamas on. I go back on the couch. Then I go to my bed. Something's fucking happening here. Do you know what it's happening? Uh, the, let's say the coronavirus was on my skin or my clothes. Let's say any form of bacteria is on my clothing from being at the mall. I just sat in my bed. Now when I get fucking naked and I lay in bed, now it's on me. Then I roll over. Then it's in my face. Now I'm breathing it in. Two days later, I'm fucking dead. So I use the stop, drop, and roll technique for you get home from work or you get home from wherever the fuck you went during this corona out, uh, outbreak and you stop, okay? You stop before you get in your fucking room. You drop your clothes, okay? You roll them up and throw them in the fucking hamper and then you take a shower and then you go to bed and like chill and relax because then... You're literally cleaning your whole body. Hand sanitizer is great if you literally have a fucking turtleneck, a mask, and shoes, socks, long pants, and like a long sleeve shirt on. If your only thing that's exposed is your hands, that's fine. But there's still your elbows, your fucking clothing. You know, you have to wash your clothes and wash your body, in my opinion, at least. Is that a little fucking obsessive? Yes. Is that why they call it OCD? Uh, yeah, it's fucking one of the letters. So, um, yeah, and then another thing that kind of worried me, and okay, I'm not genuinely sitting here like, oh my God, we're going to fucking die, but I am sitting here like, all right, I'm a little bit more uncomfortable than uh, I was last week, and especially I think going to the grocery stores and seeing everything wiped out, that made it like, okay, this is a little fucked. Um, but I saw this chart. I have this chart here behind me, which I'm just going to read to you because you can't really see it. 
Um, so on September 5th, which was only the day before I recorded my episode of last week, September, what the fuck am I saying? On March 5th, okay, there was 159 cases in the United States. March 6th, that number jumps to 233. The next day, 338. The next day, 436. And by yesterday, um, so the 14th, from the 5th to the 14th, which isn't even a full 10 days, it goes from 159 cases to 2,836 cases. That's fucked. That's why I think that guy says it's going to be like, it could be up to 48,000 deaths because... uh, that's probably what they're predicting. All these numbers are like duplicating and this the number of cases are duplicating as well as the number of deaths, which the number of deaths is going a little bit slower. I think it's like every two days it duplicates, but uh, yeah, you know, something to be a little fucking worried about. The other thing is that as much as I don't want to like freak myself out or freak other people out, I'm also uh, a fucking extreme realist and I know that like... I know that I want to go out to eat, you know, and I'm not even going to fucking lie. Um, three days ago, I went to a mosh pit and there was like 500 people. And we're all jumping and dancing to music. This was kind of right at the point where people were starting to close shit down. So like, because it's all happening very fast. So today's the 15th. On the 11th, I went to a concert. On the 12th, I realized that all these concerts were closing down. I don't know why I did this with my hand. Um, (laughs) I realized that all these concerts were closing down. So like I went to see Belmont and Tiny Moving Parts and it was their first show, okay, which was in Wisconsin. First show of like a 30 show tour. And by the next fucking day, they were like, hey, we're not doing any of these shows anymore. We're really sorry. We're postponing everything. So then I had uh, Blackhawk tickets for me and Nadine on Friday, which I think was the 13th. And... By fr- by actually Thursday the 12th, Thursday night, by the time I checked my phone to like look at the tickets and see if we were still going to go, they were like, nope, fucking NHL suspended. NBA suspended, NHL suspended. Um, I don't know. Basically, every sport was either suspended or they're doing a new no audience thing, which is really fucked. Um, for any of you WWE fans out there, there was a big promo with Bray Wyatt and John Cena that was really fucking awesome. And I'm actually kind of, it was the only part that, I mean, I didn't watch the whole episode, but it was the only part of SmackDown that was like really cool that there was no audience because of how like emotional this fucking promo was, especially from Bray Wyatt. Sorry, I'm getting a little WWE really quick from Bray Wyatt. Like the shit that he was saying to John Cena and like kind of walking around him and the eeriness of like no crowd, no cheering. It's just empty. It really matched like the thief's fucking vibe. So, uh, yeah, I don't know if, I don't know if it's the thief or Bray Wyatt. I'm not really that updated, but it really matched his fucking gimmick. And like, I literally had goosebumps watching it. Cause I was like, Holy fuck. You know, you kind of get into it. So, WWE did the no audience, the audience free shows, which is so weird to see on TV because you're used to seeing like thousands of people, signs, people flicking each other off, T-shirts, fucking little kids cheering. There's nothing like not one person. Um, And they're still recording. I think it's because they want to like 
get the record of the longest running show and they don't want to stop doing the fucking... Like, they don't want to stop. You can't really stop Monday Night Raw or WWE. They're also not... So far, they've refused to cancel WrestleMania, which is one of the biggest... It's like it's like in the runnings for like as big as the Super Bowl when it comes to the audience. There's been like 100,000 people at WrestleMania. And they're like, nope, we're not canceling it. We're still fucking doing it. They haven't officially said that they're doing a no-audience WrestleMania so I don't really know what the fuck is going to happen there. Um, what else closed down? Fucking, yeah, Urban Outfitters closed, which is the place that I, I work at part-time. And I got a call from them yesterday, and it was my boss, Connor, and he was like, hey, I just wanted to let you know that um, starting March 15th, which is today because he called yesterday, he was like, uh, we're going to be closing down. Uh, we're not fucking, we're not opening, and we're not going to like, it's it's not the mall that's closing down. It's just Urban Outfitters. All Urban Outfitters within the United States are closed down. They also released an Instagram post that said basically the same thing. All Urban Outfitters will be closed. You can still order online, but you're not fucking coming and shopping in here. And we're also still getting paid, which is really cool. I don't know if we're getting paid like half or minimum wage or part-time or like like part time of what we're fucking doing. Like if I'm twenty hours, maybe I'm only gonna get paid twenty hours, and maybe I was scheduled twenty eight, but I'm not gonna get the full twenty eight. I don't know how it's gonna work. Um, it kind of sounded like he doesn't either. So that's really cool. Um, I also it's like smart for a business. Here's why I like Urban Outfitters. Okay, and it's not just because I worked there. I wanted to work there before I even got the job. Like for a fucking minute. Because I knew that I could like paint my nails and get the job there. I knew that I could kind of swear a little bit. I knew that I could like be a little bit more relaxed. Obviously, I can't swear in front of a customer, but the whole like the employees are a lot more relaxed, which made me think that they're probably not going to care that much if I say like holy shit in the back. Whereas a clean place like Buckle would fucking like kick me out. Because they're so clean and they're like, you can't even swear once you step foot in the back, doesn't matter. So uh, I like the idea of like very chill place. And I also like the idea of the actual clothes at Urban Outfitters. They always have like up to date shit. Like, for example, when that whole Baby Yoda meme went around, like a week later, we were selling Baby Yoda t-shirts. Like they're, and like fucking thousands of them. They're fast with their shit. So uh, they're really up to date. They really listen to people. They pay attention to like new trends and new generations and what the fuck they're bringing in. I wouldn't be surprised if we have like TikTok merch or if we do shit with like, I don't know, what the fuck else is, I don't know, big. I don't know, any new shit. JoJo fucking, who's that one girl that's like a YouTuber that like dances or some shit? I don't know if she dances or if she does like a little kid's show. You know what I'm talking about. They they bring in a lot of that. We did a lot of Billie Eilish merch. We did a lot of fucking um, Ariana Grande, Justin Bieber, right when his new album came out. We were playing it. I like that they're like up to fucking date with their shit. Um, and it's really smart because in a fucking world right now where retail is like fucked, uh, it's probably way smarter for them to, instead of like, Looking at the year as a 10% decrease, if you just close all the stores, you don't have to pay for a lot of like utilities and gas and lights and, and employees, even though they still are for two weeks. I'm guessing after this two weeks, if they're still closed, we're not going to get paid. So yeah, I mean, all of that 
kind of adds up to me being like a little bit more cautious and I'm trying to not be like worry forward, but at the same time, it's like, you know, it kind of have to be. So I, I was texting my friend, uh, Justin today. He wanted to go eat and I was like, you know what? Fuck that, man. Like I'm staying home. I'm self quarantining for two weeks. If I have to leave the house, the only way I'm leaving the house is to drop off packages at USPS. I also was supposed to meet a guy today uh, for a shoe deal, and I'm kind of like thinking of just shipping to him instead, because 15 bucks I could just ship to him, and if I save the 15 dollars and I go meet the guy, then I have a chance of like breathing his air in and fucking dying. Even though I'm not gonna die, but I don't want to get sick. Period. I don't want to be in a hospital. And like, and be sick, and then someone else is genuinely sick, and it's like an older person, and they don't let him in because I'm already in my bed. Fuck that. Not doing that. Um, man, there's also, I'm kind of all over the place. This is just a coronavirus fucking episode number two. Uh, but I'm also, oh, I saw these videos online. This is fucked up. I was gonna play them, but I don't know if I can. Um, there's multiple videos online of people like ripping toilet paper out of other people's hands. There's one in particular where there's a woman that's like 40 years old and she has a cart full of water bottles and paper towels and toilet paper. Like 15 fucking rolls of toilet paper or like separate packs of rolls in her cart, okay? And this older woman that's like clearly gray hair, probably fucking 70 like goes up and grabs one and this 40 year old lady rips it out of her hand and then the old woman grabs it back and starts yelling and it's just like how fucked like it's not really killing us i mean i'm not 40 so i'm not saying us as in i'm 40 but it's not killing younger people okay it's fucking with them but it's not really killing them in italy it's starting to kill 40 year old people or not kill it's starting to get like critical with 40 year olds. I don't know if it's actually killed people in their 40s yet, but uh, in the places that it's spreading really fast, yes, it's getting to people that are 40 and it's affecting them, but it's still not, it, there's been nobody to die that's fucking 20, 30, 40 United States. So as of right now, uh, it's kind of just older people. And it's also not, I don't understand why it's not kids though. Cause like older people have bad immune systems and probably bad lungs and like suffer from a lot of shit from being fucking old and unhealthy but why wouldn't it affect a kid because doesn't your immune system kind of go like dog shit and then really good for like 40 years and then back to dog shit i don't i don't get that um and i think that's kind of why where the conspiracy theories start from like that it's population control okay i'm gonna read these uh i guess i'll just get into this right now um I asked you guys. I kind of just said, like, give me your thoughts on the on the whole on the whole coronavirus fucking thing that's going on right now. Uh, what do you think is going to happen in the future? What do you think is? Do you have any? Uh, I said, do you have any conspiracy theories? And are you scared? Those those were the main two questions that I had, and I got some interesting responses. I'm only going to read a few of these because they're kind of long. Um, this is the first one. Let me see if I have. First one is. Actually, I'll, I'll skip that one until the end. First one, this guy says, this is Stephen. Stephen says, the Chinese government created the virus as a form of population control that got out of hand. Think about it. And I said, explain, please, because I can't really think that fucking deep sometimes. And I was also probably like driving with my girlfriend and like busy. 
So he goes, the Chinese government already has a track history of secretive suppression of people. Uh, they say that this came from exotic animal meat, but that culture has eaten the diet for hundreds of years with no issue. Um, then all of a sudden this virus pops up out of nowhere and engulfs an entire, an entire country in only a couple of weeks. It spread, I mean, it didn't get the entire country, but it spread way too quickly to be natural. Furthermore, it does not affect children, the future of a country mainly, um, Oh, he's saying like it doesn't affect children and like younger people, which is the future. And it's only affecting people that are kind of fucking on their way out. Um, he goes on to say mainly older adults and elderly people, those that are already on their last legs to, to give that final push. Uh, like this is the probably the reason why I read this one first, I put it at the top was because this is the most realistic one to me. Um, like I, the whole like the Chinese government planted it and it was like created on a plate and given to someone and they were set out to be a fucking decoy and give it to people. Like there's a lot of theories on how it actually got spread that I've read. And I don't know which one I fucking believe with on that. I think that like a terrorist that's willing to fucking walk into a place with a bomb strapped to his chest is kind of similar to someone that would be willing to like test out a fucking virus and then go and just walk into a fucking like public setting and get people to, I don't know, breathe his fucking air. Like, I think that that is almost a form of terrorism, which they would never be able to say. And especially if it was a government that was planning it, they would never even want to say that. So it's like something, my point of saying the whole, like some motherfucker could just take the virus and walk into a place. Like it's kind of realistic. And I kind of, I kind of get that one. Okay. So, Steven, you're kind of on to something. That, that one's believable. There's some other ones that aren't that believable. Uh, for example, oh, I don't know if I fucking screenshotted it. God, I didn't screenshot it. Fuck. This one guy said, uh, he said something, it was something like, this is a way to control, oh, this is a way to get white people to turn gay by, by keeping them home and like forcing them to stay with each other it, it creates like a lot more gay people. And it was something that was so fucking bizarre that I'm actually, that's probably why I didn't save it because I thought it was really dumb. But stuff like that, obviously don't believe. Um, another one is that, this is actually from my girlfriend. She says, aliens implanted the virus in China where they know it will spread rapidly through travel and exports. They did not, they did it to kill humanity so that we won't have... The chance to engage in nuclear warfare, which they spent the majority of in the 60s investigating, and fuck up the equilibrium of the solar system. End of story. It's the truth. They did it to kill humanity. Is that how you say that word? So we wouldn't have the chance to engage nuclear warfare. See, like, that's over my head. I'm not fucking... My girlfriend's way smarter than I am, and she understands a lot of shit that I just can't fucking understand. So I think, you know, like I kind of thought it was something that was like, we were going to go to war with China. This is mine that i made in my own head. We were going to go to war with China and I don't know about aliens and planting it in China, but I thought that China created it and they were trying to get it to the United States in order to like fuck us over so we couldn't go to war with them. But then it backfired and they fucked themselves over. That's kind of what I thought. And that was a thing that was going around. Um, 
obviously, you know, what is real, what's realistic, it's probably just a fucking virus that nobody expected. But it's fun to play around with these ideas, right? Um, a lot of people said population control. This person said, my sister was reading up on some and she told me that there's a theory that Corona. Oh, this is the same thing. Corona is a government method for population control. It's during in Asia because officials there volunteered because of the massive amounts of people there. See, like everyone has the same idea of population control, but there's all these different like versions of it. Aliens gave it to us. People in Asia volunteered. Fucking, you know, it's like, and that's who's saying, like, where are the sources for all of these? Don't really know. Um, there's also these books. I don't know if you guys remember. There was a show called, there was a show called fucking, I think it was called Montel. And it was like a talk show, Montel talk, Williams. That's what it is. Montel Williams, okay? He had a girl named Sylvia Brown on his show. And I don't know if he had her on all the time or if it was just one of the episodes that I've seen. But, and I don't know why I fucking seen this episode. But she was like a, a psychic that predicted shit for the world, for the environment, for people. And obviously she didn't predict that much shit because you never have fucking heard her name. But she actually predicted in a book that in around, I'm reading this quote unquote, in around 2020, a severe, uh, what the fuck is the word? I don't know. A severe illness um, will spread throughout the globe, attacking the lungs and, and bronchial tubes and resisting all known treatments. Uh Almost more than baffling, the Ill, the illness itself will completely vanish as quickly as it arrived, and then attack again years later, and then disappear completely. Um, this was in like multiple. There's a book called The Eyes of Darkness that has another page that they talk about um, in the 2000s that this thing from China. They actually like it's called Waham 400. It's like a diff. It's no. It's nothing. It, do, it doesn't say coronavirus, and it doesn't say 2020. But there's another book that happens to be a virus that spreads in the 2000s that people were bringing up, like how similar it was, and um, and you know, obviously, there's the fucking Simpsons had a lot of predictions that were weird, but the Sylvia Brown one was fucking weird because of how, like, specific it was. It literally says. In 2020, a severe illness will go around and spread around the globe, attacking the lungs and bronchial tubes, which is like kind of where it's affecting people. If it's affecting old people only, it's because their their lungs aren't as good and because a lot of old people were smokers and it's killing them faster. So I don't know. It's, it's weird to think that you can go in a fucking library and get a book, and no, I wasn't going to say library, okay? I know that it's library. I almost said library, and I know that you're kind of like, you kind of like, is this kid f fucking for real? But no, okay? I, I know. There's an R. Um, it's fucked up that you could go to a library and get a book that was, that was made fucking 30 years ago that says in 2020 there will be a fucking virus. That bothers me, okay? That really, actually really bothers me. It bothers me so much that I don't even know what I can do about that. Besides, like, maybe, I don't know, kill myself. But you don't want to do. So, you might be asking, Ange, what's the point of this fucking episode? 
And I don't know, guys. I just needed someone to talk to about this shit because nobody really wants to talk about this because they're just hearing about it. And I know, I promise after this episode, the future of this podcast will be to get our mind off of it and enjoy and have fun time, okay? Um, This is the last episode that I'm talking about it. I know that the point of podcast is entertainment and it's it's entertaining kind of to hear me talk about this because you might think it's a little bit funny that I don't know my shit, but it's also not that entertaining to hear about it all the time. So after this, we're going to go back to looking at funny videos and making fun of goofy fucking sex stories, okay? I just wanted to, to talk a little bit about it and give my stop, drop, and roll technique. I think it's very smart. And uh, the, the last thing is that if you need some fucking ideas, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be at home for fucking, literally today, I'm going and I'm going to kind of panic buy, uh, I'm not panic buying groceries that much, but I am going to get a new fucking Xbox because if I'm going to be home for the next three weeks, I need like a, a couple more games to play or, or three months, not three weeks. I'm going to probably get another game, you know, get a fucking, I don't know, man, get something get a new my xbox is fucked up that's why i need a new one um but i'm gonna get a new xbox i'm gonna full send some fucking some i don't know essential oils definitely to run throughout my room and uh yeah kind of just set myself up to live in my room and i don't this is the good part about not having like fomo and not fucking which and, and i don't mean that to anybody who has fomo that's okay to have it but this is just one of the benefits of me not having FOMO and not going out a lot and not really being part of the whole social scene is that like it's not really threatening for me to sit at home for the next three months if I have to literally do that. Um, you know, I'll call people. I got my friends to fucking play Xbox with. I can still sell from home and I can still make money from home uh, without Urban Outfitters. I can still fucking literally like just third partying. I can buy things from people that are in California, pay them to ship them to my customers that are in New York, and I never even have to touch the product. So I do got to grind a little bit more uh, with that. I want to post a little bit more on Instagram, get a little bit more engaging with people because I'm going to be fucking in this box for a, a two to fucking two weeks to three months. So... Yeah, I mean, just take advantage of that shit, you know? Talk to people more. Talk to your family more, for sure. Like, especially if you're 18 to 21, now is a time where you can literally stay home, play fucking Monopoly with your grandma or some shit, you know, or your mom. Uh, Talk with your dad about some shit that's on your mind. Open up to your family about, hey, you know, I'm not really fucking happy right now. And here's what I think we should do differently. And hey, I'm about to go to college Maybe here's my opportunity to talk to my parents about the fact that I don't want to go or that I want to go to this school. Like, this is a time to get fucking real with people. Talk about what's on your mind. Talk about how you feel. Instead of bottling things up, you can't bottle shit up when you're in your bedroom. You could bottle things up and then go in the car and drive it off or go hang out with your friends and smoke it off or drink it off or forget about it with new memories that you're making every day. But when you're in your room, you're literally bottled in your fucking room and then bottling your thoughts, you're just going to have like a very bad anxiety attack. So get, get it out. Okay. This is the time to just, whatever you want to fucking say, say it. Cause you're only alone in your room. And if it's, you know, if you have some 
racist shit that you want to say, <laughs> now's your time because you're alone in your bedroom. And if you have some shit you have to say to your parents or your friends, call them up and fucking let it rip. All right. Uh, I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. And this podcast is not meant to make you guys worry. It's kind of meant to shine light on the fun of worrying. And it's like really pathetic, but it's also kind of, uh, it's realistic and it's fucking, that's it. You know, that's what we're doing. So I actually didn't talk about the 17 year old that was trying to resell hand sanitizer, but I'll bring him up later. Um, but I won't bring up the virus later. I'll bring him up later, not the virus. All right. Everybody have a great rest of your day and go Packers.